When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Steelers Fix. My name is Jeremy Betts. I'm joined by Andrew Wilbar, as always, on this show where we dive into the roster building of the Pittsburgh Steelers. But, Andrew, we're taking a break from that this time because we're going to dive into another fun topic for us, and that's fantasy football. We're going to bring you several fantasy football episodes here in a row. But, uh, Andrew, I want to know, are you drafting yet? And have you? Uh, how many leagues are you in this year? Um, as of right now, I think I'm in seven as of right now, but one is kind of on the fence, whether it's going to be renewed, not renewed, whatever. Uh, but for the most part, uh, I've only done dynasty so far. So I have not done any redraft leagues. I believe I'm in three dynasty leagues and all of them have drafted. The other four are standard redraft leagues. I might be doing a best ball. Not sure about that as of right now, but I was switching a lot of my leagues over to sleeper right now. Yeah. Still have one, I think, on NFL.com, but that one may be transferring to Sleeper shortly as well. So uh, it's it's that time of year. It never gets old to talk about fantasy football. Absolutely, man. Four um, fa- four dynasty leagues for me already drafted. And then I think I've got nine redrafts that I'm doing this year. So it's going to be fun. And then I'll probably do a, a best ball as well. I did one last year. It was a lot of fun. I didn't win anything, but I it was fun. So we'll, <laughs> we'll give her a shot again this year. But – Uh, We're going to dive into some quarterback rankings here, Andrew, to get things rolling on the fantasy football side of things. But before we do that, um, we're we're part of something big here, Andrew, and I think we're both excited about it. And that is the launch of the Fans First Sports Network and the Steel Curtain Network's website. 
and editorial side where we will continue what we've been doing on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com and now transferring all that over to the Steel Curtain Network blog, if you will. And uh, we're going to be writing for that entity now. So you can find our work there starting this next week. It's going to be a quick change here. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, By the time you... um, well, I, I guess by the time you hear our next show, <laughs> we will be uh, ready and rocking and rolling with that already. Andrew, I'm excited for it. I know you are. Um, I'll just give listeners a little bit of information here. You're going to hear this from basically all of our shows this week probably. But if you if you want to access that website, you can. You can already see it. Um, there's going to be updates and changes to it as we go, obviously. Still workshopping it a little bit to get ready for the big launch next week. But uh, you can go to Steel curtainnetwork.com and uh that domain is is ours you can get into it uh that way and you can see all of our content when it starts coming out and you can also access it through the website ffsn.app app ffsn.app we're gonna have a live app in the next few months coming out with all of our content you can put get push notification you can get all this good stuff it's going to be awesome. You're going to be able to get hands-on content to everything that we've got going on. Jeff, Dave, Brian, the whole gang. Tony Defio's coming over after almost 13 years at BTSC. It, it's it's awesome. We've got a big group coming over. All your favorite writers, all your favorite podcasters. It's 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 fun because we're all a part of this one new organization now. Andrew, do you have any thoughts on this before we jump into the fantasy football talk? We're all looking forward to it. And if you're out there listening and you appreciate our shows and enjoy our shows, help us out and go over there. I know it doesn't open up until this weekend, uh, but as soon as it goes over, by this time when we're talking next week, I hope that all of you will be checking out the steelcurtainnetwork.com. Uh, we're going to have a bunch of content there. I, uh, much of the BTSC staff, former BTSC staff, is going to be over there as well as uh, Michael Beck, who many of you may remember, yeah. those of you that are used to our network, uh, the former host of the live mic and was on many different podcasts and shows here at the steel curtain or now going to be the steel curtain network. Uh, he's going to be coming back. We still need to find someone who's like the fourth generation person in their family to do that back and forth show. I'm telling you what, it's like <laughs> hey, a perfect title, Dave. It'd be perfect <laughs> for like a debate show going back and forth. It would be I awesome. Like <laughs> We've got to find someone on staff. Jeffrey. We've got to find someone who's got, got like, you know, three generations of their name ahead of them. Um, and there they're the, person but anyways this is gonna be a lot of fun we're gonna have a lot of good content and we hope that you'll be along for the journey absolutely well if if we have to i'll just you know i'll just have three sons in a row and we'll we'll go with that or something like that you know <laughs> down the road uh, quite don't a way <laughs> no we won't do that okay let's uh let's go ahead and dive in here to um the fantasy draft or fantasy talk um if if you're smart you you haven't drafted your redraft leagues yet <laughs> because training camp comes with it the uh, propensity for big time players to get injured uh, before they even set foot on a field. And then you're left with a situation that you don't want to be in where uh, you lose a player before the season even starts. I think uh, Andrew, you you might have some experience with that, but it also works the other way because these sites rankings aren't set. And sometimes when you draft in like May, June, and even some early portions of July, you can get these steals because their rankings aren't set and they're still fluctuating with the rankings. So if people in your league don't look down to 70 or 80, you may find a starting running back down there. I found so (laughs) many steals. There've been several leagues that I've won specifically because I drafted in May and June because their rankings were so bad. 
But yeah. all that to say, yes, for the typical fantasy player, you know, wait a little bit until some stuff has passed. High risk, potentially high reward if you go ahead and do it, but uh, definitely the high, high, high risk uh, factor there. Um, Andrew, quarterback, it's kind of on the rebound in fantasy football leagues across the board. You're seeing quarterbacks go earlier because they just score so many points, especially the top three or four guys in the league. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to draft our top 10 quarterbacks. So we'll alternate. You'll draft first. I'll draft second. And we'll go um, one through 10. And then after that, we're going to list off some sleepers um, that could work their way into that discussion or could maybe, maybe are way down the list and could also be uh, a QB two um, type player that you can use uh, if you're, if you like to stream quarterbacks or, you know, whatever your strategy is at quarterback, we're going to try to give you some options for you here today. But uh, Andrew, I wanted to go ahead and toss it over to you with the first pick of our fantasy football quarterback draft for 2023. And we don't have to worry about PPR, non-PPR for quarterbacks here. So Amen. let's just jump into it. <laughs> and who's your number one quarterback? Who are you taking number one overall? Well, before I say that, for those that are listening and wondering, was this have to do with the Steelers? A lot of this is going to be based upon Kenny Pickett. We're going to get into that a little bit later in the show. But obviously, the the rest yeah. of the quarterbacks, especially at the top, are going to determine where Kenny Pickett goes. So, first overall, I'm taking my adopted son, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Got to go there at the top. Love him. You know, even, even though he has a weird variety of weapons this year, and we're not sure what to get, what we're going to get out of that wide receiving core. You know that the floor is so high for someone with Mahomes' talent because he automatically boosts everyone around him. Sky Moore, everyone's downing, but Andy Reid has never been partial to rookie wide receivers. And everyone's talking up Rasheed Rice. He's going to be a better receiver than Sky Moore. Probably not. It's probably going to be the same thing that happened to Rasheed Rice this year that happened to Sky Moore last year. I think this is the year we see Sky Moore break out and become a big weapon in that offense. They're going to need him to because Travis Kelsey's yeah. pretty much all they have on paper right now. But I do like Patrick Mahomes. I think he's enough to remain the QB one. Absolutely. It, it's a no brainer. I mean, you talk about the guy last year, put up his best fantasy season yet um, in his four, four seasons as a starter now. And he did so after Tyreek Hill moves on, you know, and that offense changed so much from the, big play quick strike unit to much more um, taking what the defense gives you. And still Patrick Mahomes was able to just, just blow every other quarterback out of the water. Again, staying healthy was, was a big deal with that for the most part, staying healthy <laughs> played on one leg for uh, the playoffs basically. So very yeah. interesting uh, work by Patrick Mahomes there, but yeah, he's, he's number one. Uh, would you take him in the third round, which is where his ADP is right now, Andrew? I would, depend on what I got in the first couple of rounds. I've been in some mock drafts where he's been going in the second round. Uh, I think the third makes me feel a lot more comfortable. So even if I'm picking in that early portion of the third round, if I have, if I'm in non PPR, I've got to have at least one running back, maybe even two. But I, I think in a stand in a half PPR PPR format, if I've got a running back and a receiver already, I'm totally good with taking a quarterback at this point. Depend on who's available, but yeah. I, I really do think that having someone of this caliber really it lower it lowers your chances of having dud weeks because yeah. you know that you're going to see some consistency here even in weeks where they're way ahead and they're gonna you think they would run the ball an offense like kansas City's, 
they're still pass heavy in those situations. They'll, they may do shorter passes. They may not go down the field as much, but it's still going to be completions that are going to gain yards and rack up fantasy points. And for that reason, yes, I would agree. I would take them to the third. All righty. I'm going to go ahead and throw out the number two quarterback here, um, drafting right after Patrick Mahomes. I'm taking Josh Allen, Buffalo Bills. And obviously the rushing upside is huge with Josh Allen, even though I would expect – based on last year's results and uh, final performance for Josh Allen to be asked to do a little bit less this year. They tried to put some pieces in place for a running game um, that is a little more traditional in nature. And if they do so, then, you you know, they're kind of hoping with that mentality, maybe going into the season that Josh Allen doesn't have to put himself through so much. Don't have to put as much on his shoulders um, in both assets, rushing and, and throwing the ball but an interesting thought though is when when the chips fall (laughs) when when the the chips are down Andrew in late games is Josh Allen gonna turn around and hand the ball to Damian Harris on third and three uh uh, in the red zone no he's not gonna do it (laughs) he's gonna have the ball in his hands and so I'm still going with Josh Allen um, I think Dalton Kincaid coming in uh helps with that passing game even though they don't have like a a true number two receiver behind Stefan Diggs. They've got enough wide receiver threes <laughs> to make it work. And uh, you throw in Kincaid, you've got, um, you've got the other tight end whose name is escaping me right nah. now. Yeah. Uh, um, Dawson Knox. Correct. Uh, he, you know, th- he's got enough weapons in this, in this game, James Cook out of the backfield too, uh, a second year in the league. I just like Josh Allen. I think he's going to get the opportunity um, and obviously the volume as a passer and a runner to be uh, a really good quarterback this year. Andrew, any comments on Josh Allen before we go to your your second pick? Uh, no, I I, I would I personally have him third right now okay. behind the guy I'm going to take here, which is Jalen Hurts. Right. But I can't disagree with Josh Allen. I, I am a little bit concerned about the increase in turnovers last year. Um, I, I don't want that trend to continue. There is a question, you know, was Brian Dable the reason why he wasn't you know, he was playing for the most part turnover free football for a while. Uh, I do like Jalen Hurts just because I believe he has better weaponry overall. Stefan Diggs isn't necessarily happy with what's going on in Buffalo right now. Don't totally understand why, but uh, <laughs> Gabe Davis never panned out and they brought in other pieces, uh, but nothing that is really stuck. I like Khalil Shakir. I think he's going to have a solid season, but not, he does not have the weaponry that Jalen Hurts has with AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, and he has a really good pass catching running back now in DeAndre Swift. So, I really like Hertz's potential and he provides the same dual threat ability as a Josh Allen. So I'm going to go with Hertz for that reason, but I, I, I have no issues with having Allen too. Yeah, absolutely. Those are the big three really. Um, to me, there's a, a little bit of a drop off from here uh, to at the quarterback position. So if you land one of these three guys then you, you probably got yourself one of the top three scorers uh, by the end of the year, I mean, obviously that's why you're drafting them in this order here, but um, you know, one thing we didn't talk about with Mahomes was his rushing ability, which has improved over, over the course of the, of his career as well. He uses it more often. He's not as um, I mean, maybe that had to do with Tyreek Hill not being there last year, not hanging in that pocket as long. It's just so effective when he gets out in space on the move. So I, I really just think his his smarts as a quarterback played into that. One per, one guy who hasn't really used that mobility as much as I thought he would coming out of college uh, is also the guy I'm going to take 
at with my second pick here, number uh, number four overall, and that's Joe Burrow, Cincinnati. And uh, I I battled with this because there's some guys with a dual threat ability kind of behind him in most uh, ADPs and and rankings that you'll find that really could push him. And, and he's kind of a boomer bust candidate sometimes as well. But I'm still going to go with Burrow just because that offense is going to be built around the passing game even more than it has been uh, over the last couple of years. I think you look at this running game, minus Samaji Pirine, you know, you've still got Joe Mixon, but uh, the feeling about him in the building isn't what it used to be. Uh, he, he could he could not be a Bengal by the start of the season. I've mentioned that a couple of times on this show and other shows. So we'll see how that plays out. But um, this 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 offense is built around what Burrow can do uh, in the passing game. And I think that he has a he has a chance to improve as a runner this year with the the lack of of depth at running back excuse me, in this running game, I think he's got, he's going to have more rushing opportunity. His, that raises his floor a little bit and you won't have quite as many boom or bust uh, weeks from him. So that's why I'm going with Joe Burrow. I didn't want to, <laughs> I really did not, but I also didn't want to go with uh, Lamar Jackson, who was going to be my, my next choice. So uh, Andrew, I don't know where you're going after this, but so far we got Patrick Mahomes, we've got Josh Allen, we've got uh, Jalen Hurts and then Joe Burrow all in a row here. And if you actually look at ESPN uh, fantasy rankings, uh, quarterback rankings, that is the order that they have them in as well. So kind of pretty clear cut. I don't know if you would have gone a different direction, but go ahead and give us the fifth overall pick here, your third pick in this quarterback fantasy draft. I'm going to go with Justin Fields. And again, I would have had him and Burrow flopped, but it's very, oh. very close. It's by, it's by a hair. I can't okay. disagree with that. I think that Burrow – he obviously has a much better supporting cast around him that's proven. I do think the addition of DJ Moore is going to boost Justin Fields. And I think a lot of people are underestimating the impact that Darnell Wright is going to have instantly on that offensive line. It's really going to help Justin Fields uh, stay a little bit clean, especially in the pocket, regardless of where they decide to play him on the line. But I do think that what bodes well the most for Fields' case is that rushing ability again that we saw just take charge at points last year. And I think you're still looking at a team as much as I think they could be closer to 500 this year. There's still a team that's going to be playing it behind in a lot of games, but they're going to be in games, which means that they're going to rely on Justin Fields. And we know when Justin Fields is when it comes down to crunch time, Justin Fields is most comfortable using his legs. He's a good thrower, but he likes using his legs when he knows he has room. And I think that's where we're going to see from him. And as we've seen in recent years, Mobility is so key with fantasy quarterbacks right now in the era that we are currently in. It's important to find someone who can take off and run for at least have one of those guys on your roster. Uh, So I like Justin Fields just barely ahead of Burrow, but I'm definitely going to take him here with that fifth pick. I like it. Um, I I do have some concerns that we won't see the the number of explosive, massive 50, 60, 70 yard runs that we we saw last year. I think he had four rushing touchdowns of 50 or more yards in his in his games last year especially towards the end of the year which is insane for a quarterback I mean it really is but um I do think the passing improves but with that I think the the rushing kind of comes down a little bit so that's where I would have some hesitation and we just don't know this guy really yet if he's going to if he's going to be effective uh, in both facets of his game so uh, I would bet on him uh, I believe in him um, that's not just the Ohio State fan coming out in me, but I would 
if you draft him with this with this kind of baked in floor, if you will, that he's going to be able to to run for all these touchdowns and massive rushing yardage. I don't know if it's going to be as as steady of production in that regard as it was last year. So you hope the passing kind of improves that way. But I mean, you're talking about a guy that can get it done on the ground in a league where uh, quarterbacks just need to have that these days. So um, uh, we're going to, I'm going to go ahead and do my, my third pick here, uh, pick six overall. And then we're going to take a quick break before we get to the the final four picks and our sleepers. Uh, And I'm going to surprise the NFL world here. (laughs) <laughs> the fantasy football world. I, I mentioned earlier, Lamar Jackson uh, and Joe Burrow, very similar, but I've been, I, I looked down the list a little bit further again and just thinking about it. I'm going Trevor Lawrence here as the sixth quarterback uh, in fantasy football heading into 2023. And uh, I'll tell you why it's obviously the growth we saw at the end of the year last year, Doug Peterson, First year in Doug Peterson's system, he started to get comfortable in it. He had these weapons that uh, were average weapons, you know, and they kind of they didn't have a lot of explosive plays, but he was just so efficient late in the season getting to these guys. Now you drop in my boy, Calvin Ridley, my fantasy league winner of 2023, <laughs> giving a lot away here. Um, and you drop him into this offense, another year in Doug Peterson's system, it's Trevor Lawrence, people, that we're talking about here. Uh, he's he's going to go off. And right now you can get him in like the eighth or ninth round, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's a top five quarterback in fantasy by the end of this year. I think he's going to run a little bit more himself now that he's a little more comfortable in the offense uh, and the uh, ability of Calvin Ridley and company to get vertical and open up some of those lanes for him I think is going to improve that part of his game as well. So that's why I have – Trevor Lawrence leapfrogging all the way up to number six, and I will take him over Lamar Jackson in this exercise. Uh, Andrew, give us your thoughts. You're, you're grinning at me with funny, and I want to know what you're thinking here. <laughs> you want to know where I have Trevor Lawrence rated? Take a guess. No, I don't want to know, actually. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little scared. Uh, let's go with 11. You got him at 11? Just outside the top him. 10? At number six as well. Oh, all right. Let's go. <laughs> we agree on this one. Okay. Now, yeah. in, in, in the mock drafts that I've been in, he's been going a little bit earlier than the eighth and ninth, but I do know his ADP on a lot of websites is in the range that you were saying. But I think where that's going to rise. Where do you do your mock drafts, Andrew? Sleeper. Let's, sleeper? Okay. I've been doing mine on ESPN because okay. you get – I don't know if you get other people to, to do it with you or if it's just yeah, you sometimes, and the computer. Yeah. Uh, but ESPN, I really like because you fill up the, that 12-team slot or yeah. that 10-team slot. and then ESPN Yahoo. Yeah. Um, so he, that's where he's kind of been going. There is on ESPN. Mm-hmm. But, you know, any 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 reason that you would get him, um, if you don't if you miss out on Mahomes, Allen Hurts, Joe Burrow, if you want to throw him up there, swing on this guy. I mean, really. Because yeah. the upside is, is tremendous. And we've seen what um, – you know, just the, the general working of that offense can be with him under center and it's pretty doggone good. So uh, I like it. I'm glad we agree, Andrew. That's, that's awesome. A little bit rare, but uh, Hey, yeah. we agree. That's good. I was surprised. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's take a quick break here. And then when we come back, we'll get to the seventh, eighth, ninth, and 10th ranked quarterbacks to round out kind of who we think are the, 
the starting quarterbacks in fantasy football. And then we'll give you some sleepers here on the Steelers Fix Fantasy Football Quarterback episode. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. back on the Steelers fix talking fantasy football we're talking quarterbacks we're drafting our top 10 quarterbacks Andrew you are up let's go through it here real quick before you give your pick you went with Patrick Mahomes first overall can't argue with you there Josh Allen I took number two then you went Jalen Hurts then I went Joe Burrow then you went Justin Fields then I went Trevor Lawrence a surprise that I thought you would not be uh, super ecstatic with but you took him there as well so we agree who comes after trevor lawrence for you this is where i'm gonna go with lamar jackson it's difficult there were a couple other guys that i think should be considered here but can you pick lamar it? I, I what <laughs> can he pick it <laughs> i mean we we could very well be talking about this i think this is where you would see Pickett's ceiling if if things Ooh. work out this year i think Ooh. you could see Pickett in this qb7 qb8 range if wow. he has the breakout season that i think you and i agree he's capable of Okay. If Matt Kina does does not get in the way, <laughs> uh, but all all points back to Lamar Jackson, I believe he is not going to be used as much as a rusher this year with Todd Monk and the new offensive coordinator. That's my biggest concern. He's also never had a Lamar Jackson to work with, though. He's had a lot of pocket passers at Georgia, so it's always possible that we could see a totally different style of offense here. 
And obviously, I'm sure he's going to try to fit Lamar Jackson's strengths as good as possible. But quite frankly, we've only seen him work well in Greg Roman's offense. And I don't, know that, him, I, yeah. I don't know that I would hire Greg Roman if I were any other team as an offensive coordinator. But for Lamar Jackson, he was perfect. And that, that is my biggest concern with him because that's why Lamar Jackson's relevant in fantasy football. It's solely because of his rushing ability. He's, you, you, most times you cannot be a quarterback in fantasy football, throw for 150 yards in a game, and finish as a top three QB that week. I mean, it's just not right. going to happen. But that, that is my biggest concern with Lamar Jackson. However, the upside is so high because we know how good he is as a runner if he stays healthy all year. And if maybe Monken can help him improve on his passing, that's always a possibility. They brought in Odell. They brought in Zay Flowers. They have weapons now. There's always a chance that Lamar could move even for, further forward. So that's why I don't want to move him any lower than this. Yeah. Uh, but I, I would be confident taking him at this spot as my starter. And I wouldn't mind having a backup, maybe like a Kenny Pickett that yeah. I'd have in the later rounds or a Russell Wilson. But I do think Lamar Jackson is a good, solid selection if he falls a little bit further than where his current ADP is at. Let me ask you this about the rushing uh, with him, because, you know, you mentioned you probably expect him to have fewer runs. Are you talking fewer designed runs or do you think like overall that he's just going to run less? Because I think kind of one of the benefits of moving to a pro style offense is his maybe he can use his escapability as a runner a little bit more, his scrambling ability um, a little bit more. And maybe that just, that makes him even more effective as a runner because you, you now you've got defenders with their backs turned to you at, as the quarterback running with receivers. So d- does that play into your, your thought process here at all? Or are you kind of seeing that those two kind of equal out? I don't think that, Teams are scared enough of Lamar Jackson as a passer to not leave at least one, if not two linebackers on contain. So even if they do move to a more of a pro style offense, it's a little bit more further out going outside the numbers, not as much down the middle of the field and, you know, spreading things out a little bit more. I believe that even if there are, there probably will be fewer design runs. I would agree, but I don't think that the moving to a pro style offense is necessarily going to improve it just because I still think having those linebackers then contain in the middle of the field, it's still going to be the same issue. I don't think it's going to open up any additional lanes as it would for maybe uh, say a, a Joe Burrow or another guy who does have athleticism, but has already proven yeah. that he can be an elite passer of the football and can use that as a way to keep, especially if they're in man coverage and you got a linebacker on Irv Smith for Cincinnati and you know, you have another linebacker, Uh, that's helping with the safety underneath covering Tyler Boyd in the slot. You know, there's no one up the middle of the field and he's going to have room to move. I don't think teams are going to do that with Lamar Jackson because they know they can stay in their zone defense for the most part and contain him as a passer because he's not accurate enough. So that that's where my, that's why I have him where I do, but you know, you you do have a valid point. It's very interesting to think about, but with Todd Mocken, it's like, no one knows what we're going to get. This is not, any type of offense that Georgia ever had while Monken was there. Yeah. I'm going to throw you another curveball here, Andrew, uh, as a question. Why, why do you have Justin Fields above Lamar Jackson? Like what's, what's the difference between these players here where you would take the, the inexperienced guy. We haven't really seen the passing side of it. Not that we've seen Lamar Jackson be an elite passer before, but he's had good production as a passer just because of how the offense has been built and, and teams, um, reluctance to 
to drop people in coverage because they're afraid of him as, as the runner. What's the difference between Justin Fields and Lamar Jackson, why you've got them spread apart here, and, and why specifically you, you wouldn't take Jackson, the more established guy, over Justin Fields? I believe that Justin Fields is just as good, if not a better passer already then Lamar Jackson, he did have it, the completion percentage wasn't excellent, but it didn't. It was a from, historically bad passing season from from Justin Fields last year. Sixty point four percent completion percentage. Okay. However, when you compare that to the time per snap he had before, there was a defender already in the backfield. It was amongst the t- bottom five in the league, and I yeah. think that's a big reason why we saw a lot of passes down the field. The Darnell Mooney at the beginning of the year and our own beloved Chase Claypool toward the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. Steelers fans, those of you that didn't pay attention to the Bears, nothing really changed once Claypool was traded to the Bears. He had the same issues on downfield passes. He made himself smaller, was going back from the ball, wasn't going out and attacking the ball, going straight up vertically for the football. That didn't change, and he did not help in those contested catch situations. There were so many times he was throwing it down the field to Mooney. It was in the vicinity, but Mooney just doesn't have the catch radius to be able to get there. A lot of those passes were really, really close. I think DJ hmm. Moore... Uh, he's going to help a lot in the underneath passing game. And the fact that he can do everything, it's going to keep defenses guessing. They have a little bit of everything now. We'll see if Chase Claypool decides to just stay in France and model or if he's going to come back and actually play for them. But regardless, they have a little bit of everything on offense. Now, Cole Komet, another year in the offense. This could be his breakout year. It takes tight ends a while to get acclimated. He has everything he needs to succeed. And while they may not be as attractive looking as a Mark Andrews and Odell Beckham, I believe they have good players. DJ Moore is a good football player. Yes, absolutely. Cole Komet is a good football player, and they have good guys in this locker room, and I, I believe that is going to help Fields. He has a better repertoire of pass-catching backs from Khalil Herbert to a guy like Roshan Johnson who can do a little bit of everything. And we also saw Deontay Foreman assist. I think you're, if he can get going, Deontay Foreman specifically, I believe you're going to see a lot of run-passing options. And if he mm-hmm. runs as well as he did at the end of last year, that's going to be dangerous, and it's going to take yeah. a little bit of attention off fields, and it's going to allow him to make more plays overall. That's just why overall I think there's a little bit more certainty, which is a weird word to say when you're talking about the Chicago Bears, but I believe there's a little <laughs> bit more certainty with him. There's a higher floor for Justin Fields if he stays healthy than Lamar Jackson if he stays healthy just because there's more in place that he's familiar with, plus you have the addition of DJ Moore that I believe is only going to help things. Awesome. I like it. I'm going to go ahead and take with the eighth pick of this draft. I'm going to go Justin Herbert of the Chargers. I think this is a good spot for him because the the weapons don't like thrill you uh, because Keenan Allen's getting older and he can't stay on the field healthy. Uh, Mike Williams can't stay on the field healthy. You've got the check down champ in uh, Austin Eckler there, which he does a lot for Justin Herbert's passing numbers and has the last couple of years. So that's big. I like Gerald Everett at tight end, you know, uh, Quentin Johnson coming in here. Um, the, the rookie out of TCU, uh, maybe he can provide a Mike Williams like presence if he has to miss some time. Um, you know, and they do have some guys like uh, Joshua Palmer still there um, that can handle some slot duties as well. So you don't hate the weapons, but they don't, just don't pop out at you like maybe uh, Josh Allen's and and Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow's uh, cast. But I talk about a guy who's just got all the talent in the world at quarterback, and you know he hasn't done much as a rusher. He could do a little bit bit more, but he does have 
I don't know if he doesn't have like a slider frame, Andrew, but he just seems like he, he gets hit hard a lot, <laughs> puts himself in position to do that. And so injuries are, can be a concern, but when he's on and firing, he, he can throw with any quarterback in the NFL. He can process with any quarterback in the NFL and he's just a, a fantastic player. So um, I've got him in several dynasty leagues and I, I, you know, you, you love him in dynasty because of where he kind of resides in that top six, seven, eight quarterbacks on a yearly basis. Uh, but in redraft leagues, there is some concern with some of the injuries. So you definitely want to have a backup plan in place. Uh, but you, I mean, at his ADP and uh, I think he's going before Trevor Lawrence in, in most drafts, um, you know, so at his ADP, you know, you've got some, some interesting thoughts to consider there, but just with what he can do, what we've seen from him, um, you, you can't, you can't not draft him if you don't have a quarterback and, and he's fallen down in round seven or eight, you know, uh, he's, he's a guy you've got to take uh, and just hope that he stays healthy. Cause if he does plays a full season and has ability in a new offense as well under Kellen Moore, that Dak Prescott looked really good in for several years. And, you know, they utilized a, a bevy of weapons to, to improve the, the structure of the offense. They, they threw the ball. Well, they also had good run schemes to open up passing game. Um, it, it's going to be interesting. It's definitely an upgrade over Joe Lombardi <laughs> uh, for yeah. the last couple of years. So I like that. Um, would you be happy if, if you selected him as the, as the eighth quarterback overall, Andrew? I would only because I think after him, there's a big drop off. Like I'm struggling right now as we're talking, figuring out who really is my ninth QB in fantasy. And I honestly don't have a great answer. Uh, yeah. I think Herbert is one of those guys that is in that really, really good category. You want to have a top eight quarterback in fantasy. So after Herbert in our rankings, you want you want to make sure that you already have a quarterback at this point. So I think Herbert is kind of that cutoff line. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, if you're stuck outside of this, you better hope you, that you landed yourself a stud uh, wide receiver running back combination. Um because you're going to have to make up some points somewhere, most likely. I have one more guy that I really like, uh, so I'm interested to see where you go, whether you take him or not. Uh, but let's go ahead and, and you round out your final pick of the top 10 draft with number nine, and then I'll do my number 10 to round it out. Well, first of all, I know exactly who you're thinking of, so I was tempted to just go that way just to irritate you so you couldn't take him. But I'm going to go a different direction, and this is you think. tough. You think. I'm going <laughs> – what you think uh, you, you don't think. know you, you think i don't know <laughs> i think i'm pretty positive i think i'm going my my original thought was tua because oh, of the oh, weaponry ew. that he has ew, but like that. the injury concern is so much i'm gonna go with a safer option this isn't may this may not be the highest ceiling guy but the highest floor guy i think at this point would be dak prescott that's my boy i was gonna take him are you serious? I was going to take him at number 10 if you passed over him. Okay. But because, yeah, I I feel – so we're, we're in, like, total lockstep yeah. here. We so even, we better not do any to leagues it, together. <laughs> I just hope I select in front of you in all of our leagues that we play in this year because uh, we're going to be taking each other's players again. Yes. <laughs> okay, so tell us about Dak Prescott, why you like him. I, I As much as Kellen Moore did help Dak Prescott in some ways – 
I've never been a fan of Kellen Moore just because of his experiences as a player. And I, I would love, I always got a kick out of watching Kellen Moore in the preseason and he would overthrow a receiver by like 20 yards and then yell at the receiver back in the huddle. Why didn't you catch that? Like, and not joking at all. Like, I mean, this dude could not play to save his life, but you, he was, I'll give him credit. He was a better offensive coordinator than he was a football player, but I'd go back to the days of Mike McCarthy and people are like, Mike McCarthy's gonna, you know, be a, a, give a little bit more balance to this offense. I don't remember a green Bay's offenses under Aaron Rodgers with Mike McCarthy ever being balanced. I remember having Eddie Lacy in his prime (laughs) and some of those really, you know, solid green Bay running backs that they had for several years. His very short prime. Very, very Very short short prime. prime. Uh, And prime rib took over. (laughs) Yeah, Um, absolutely. But I, I, I loved having those running backs, but they never did me much because they didn't have enough volume because they were so pass heavy. And we saw a better version of Aaron Rodgers when they were a little bit more balanced after Mike McCarthy had moved on. Well, you say, why would this affect Dak Prescott? Well, Mike McCarthy is going to be running the offense, but I think this is a benefit to Dak Prescott because this is the scenario we saw toward the end of the Mike McCarthy area when and he had, you know, a running back that's, you know, not really known yet. Uh, what, correct me if I'm wrong. Was Aaron Jones's rookie season? Mike McCarthy was still in Green Bay for yes. Aaron Jones's rookie season, correct? I think for two of his seasons, Maybe, potentially. Yeah. yeah. So like yeah. it was the beginning of Aaron Jones. We didn't really know who Aaron Jones was at this point, yeah. uh, but we were starting to see how explosive he was. But everyone, I mean, I remember people ha- being Aaron Jones fantasy owners, and they're like, "Give this man the ball because he's doing so." Uh, but they were so pass heavy. But I think yeah. the way that this offensive line is set up. The way these weapons are set up with C.D. Lamb being able to work underneath or deep, the addition of Brandon Cooks as a deep threat, and Michael Gallup, who's still coming back, who's still – he was a reliable number two receiver for them when he's been healthy. If he can return to full health, and they also have Turpin, who I expect to have a little bit more role as kind of a utility piece in the offense this year, not just a kick returner, I, I could see them utilizing him in that facet as well. Pollard, pass catching back. Yeah. I think they're going to be utilizing him a lot as a pass catching back. They're going to use him as a runner as well. But Mike McCarthy offenses have never been oriented around the run. And I believe because of that volume that improves the floor for Dak Prescott. And I think that makes him starter worthy. So that's why I've got him there. I love it. I, you know, the cast of weapons is is great again. All the reasons you're talking about, Uh, you know, Dak finished, uh, let's see. Dak finished as QB 18 last year. So that's quite a, a rise for him. Um, but uh, he might've been injured as well for, for part of the season. I can't yes, remember. He, he had uh, that uh, yeah. finger thumb injury. I believe it yeah. was for five. Yeah. Games. I'd have to look at his um, points per game uh, numbers. Just to kind of see. Was he 18 in points per game as well? He was 18 in points per game, I believe. And okay. he was still bothered by that thumb for a yeah. while. Yeah. I, you know, that's, obviously a misleading number if you're just looking at who who played all, a full season and, and whatnot but um you know he's got a chance to really rise up uh and i just i like the player more than most probably i, I like this team a lot um I, i'm sure andrew will do our our preseason predictions uh at some point here and, and the cowboys might surprise you where they end up for me um but it's it's gonna be a, a big season for this dallas offense it has to be and I think the driving force is going to be Dak Prescott. Absolutely. I wanted Andrew to be super boring with this 10th uh, selection then since uh, since you took my guy Dak Prescott and just go Kirk Cousins because he finished as quarterback seven last year. 
and I you could argue his his Castle Evans is better this year than it was last year, yeah. and they're probably not going to win 13 games again this year and playing as many super close games, which means they're probably going to be playing some catch up. And I like Kirk Cousins playing catch up late in games, throwing to Jordan Addison and all world superstar Justin Jefferson and and company um, TJ Hawkinson in that offense as well. Um, so I love this guy, but I'm not going to do that because that's boring, Andrew. And so I'm doubling down with the guy I think you thought I was going yeah. to take at number nine. I'm doubling down on my um, my preseason love for this guy. And I'm going to go one Anthony Richardson in Indianapolis because he's he's going to be the week one starter, Andrew. It's, you, you just got to feel that in your bones now. He's going to be the week one starter. Um, and he's got he, – he's the most athletic – player to ever come in as, as a quarterback. I mean, Justin Fields might have an argument maybe, but you can't, you can't argue the size speed athleticism combination that is Anthony Richardson. And it's a Shane Steichen offense that just saw a massive leap in production from a similar style quarterback in um, Jalen hurts, Jalen hurts much more refined as a passer. We got to give him that. But I think, I think Anthony Richardson is less raw than he is unproven and untested and and hasn't had opportunities. So I'm riding with this guy, and I'm I'm gonna just die on this hill if I have to. Um, if he stinks this year and and I have to eat my words uh, come midseason, I will do that. But this he just has all the upside in the world. I think he's going to be your offensive rookie of the year. I think he's going to play fantastic football, especially down the stretch. I think he is a an absolute league winner in weeks 11 through 16, 17, whenever your championship ends. This guy could could be the Justin Fields uh, of 2023. So Justin Fields 2022, this is the type of play you could you could get from Anthony Richardson in 2023. And uh, I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. And I'm, I'm excited to see how this guy plays. And so he's number 10 for me. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to ride it. And you can steal him then in round 11 if you want to <laughs> at this point. So, Andrew, what do you think? What do you think of, of rounding out the top 10 with Anthony Richardson? I like what you said toward the end about, especially toward the end of the year, that he could be a league winner. I think that's definitely possible. I do think, though, if you are drafting Anthony Richardson, you have to have another proven quarterback. on You can't go into the season with just Anthony Richardson because if things don't work out, remember, this guy did just have like a 53% completion percentage in college this past season, and he is as raw as all get out. So you just have to keep that in mind. And I, yeah. I, I hate being in this position of, of defending Anthony Richardson because I was the one who who loved Anthony Richardson during the draft process and yeah. loved his fit with the Colts. I mean, Jimmy, you remember a couple of times when we were talking about mock oh, yeah. drafts, you know, we were talking about how the Colts would be such a great landing spot for yeah. Richardson. But a lot of that was also predicated upon the fact that he wouldn't have to start immediately. Now he doesn't have to start immediately, but it definitely looks like he's going to. Yeah. That could mean that he's ahead in the development process, which is great if he is, but I, I could see some growing pains in the beginning of the year. And you, I mean, it's great if he can win you in the playoffs, but ultimately 
you got to have someone to get you to the playoffs first. I'm not sure if Richardson's going to be able to do that the entire year, but I do agree toward the end of the year. He's not a bad guy to have. But the only reason I think that you may not have to draft him is that I think if the beginning of the year is a little bit rough, you're going to have fantasy owners dropping this guy. Yeah. You can pick him up for free on the free agent <laughs> in the, on the waiver wire, and then yeah. you can just stash him until later in the year when he's finally ready. Just don't expect anything until you know week 10, week 11, when he starts getting into form, and then yeah. he may be a league winner for you. Just keep that I, in the back of your mind. Yeah, I, I personally wouldn't want to play that type of daring game because <laughs> I know me, I, I'd sit that guy on the bench all season uh, just to just to have him there in case that breakout ever comes, even if it never does. But you're absolutely right. If you get Anthony Richardson, you're probably not drafting him as your 10th quarterback, as the 10th quarterback in fantasy football. You know what I mean? Right. But if if you end up with him, I think he has top 10 upside. Oh, That's yeah, kind of where absolutely. I'm going with this, this ranking here. But you better have a Kirk Cousins or yeah. <laughs> or um, how about Jared Goff or Daniel yeah. Jones um, as your primary option and then make that swap midseason if, if things go – uh, according to how we're talking about it and being envisioned here, you know, he could jump out the gate and be fantastic. He could be really bad. You know, we never know. That's why he's such an intriguing topic. This, this off season, it's going to be really intriguing to see him, but yes, have a backup plan. Andrew, that's our top 10 quarterbacks here that, um, you know, we, as we get closer to the season to some of this thought process might change, but these are the guys we think have, top 10 upside um, as far as right now goes. And so, uh, you know, just a group of guys that um, plan on these guys being your starting quarterbacks in 2023 for the most part. And uh, if you have to get somebody behind this, then there's still some good options. Let's talk about some of those options. Andrew, with just a couple sleepers, uh, let's talk. Let's let's get Kenny Pickett out of the way first here because we're running out of time. Let's talk about him. If we can't get to some other sleepers, maybe we'll, we'll, I'll write an article about it <laughs> and put it on the new website. We'll talk about that. But uh, Andrew, let's talk about about um, Kenny Pickett. You said he has top seven or eight upside. If we see uh, a really big leap out of him, I wouldn't go quite that high. I'd say maybe top twelve upside out of Kenny Pickett. But I just want to see where you think like he he passes the likes of of. Um, I'm sorry, I've got my wrong list up here. Of Dak Prescott, you know, Lamar Jackson, some of those guys. What what world is are you envisioning that? How does he get there? And and you know, what kind of player can he be? I think if you're in two QB leagues, he's probably gonna start off as your QB three. But I, I think it, as and you're even in super flex leagues, I think it's the same thing. Yeah. But when you're looking at I'm just looking at some of the guys that are available in that range, you know, Geno Smith, I know that they only added weapons. But do we really see him having a better season than what he did last year? I personally don't. I think we saw the best possible Geno Smith last year. I don't think we're going to see him move forward. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, it's a big question mark. If you have like a Garrett Wilson, I think that's smart to do the stack there and get Aaron Rodgers. But if you have no other reason to draft Aaron Rodgers, I think you could make a case that you could take Kenny Pickett ahead of Aaron Rodgers just Mm. because there's so many unknowns in that offense. Aaron Rodgers isn't getting any younger. Daniel Jones, I would probably take above him. Uh, Kirk Cousins, yeah. I, Russell Wilson, I think you could make that argument. But then you get into the guys like Kyler Murray, who may be missing a good bit of the season. Oh, yeah. Uh, Zero shares of Kyler Murray for me this year. <laughs> Zero I wouldn't go that far. I believe that he could be a league winner in the later oh. portions of the year if he okay. comes back. Because you're getting him in the last round. You're getting a guy who, if he was fully healthy, maybe 
top five, top six fantasy quarterback. Sure. So regardless of that, though, I, I do, I would agree. I would say he is definitely within the top 20. He is a team. He is someone that I believe should be owned in most fantasy leagues, especially if you have uh, a seven player bench, which a lot of ESPN leagues do a lot of custom made leagues do. Um, yeah. I would definitely use that extra bench spot if you want to keep an extra quarterback. So that, that is my opinion on Pickett. I like it. Um, you know, guys like Derek Carr, Bryce Young, and C.J. Stroud, going above Kenny Pickett is ridiculous. <laughs> Maybe Derek Carr, but these rookie quarterbacks, you know, outside of Anthony Richardson, obviously, in my opinion, <laughs> uh, don't do it. You know, Kenny Pickett's going to – He's going to have a leap. He's going to be a better fantasy quarterback than he was last year. It's just a, a matter of how good can he be. And the Castle Weapons is great. Um, you know, if you if you go with Kenny Pickett as your as your quarterback too, um, in re, in like just a standard one quarterback league, and you got a superstar there, then you you can be fine with that probably. But um, in in super flex leagues, two quarterback leagues, you definitely want to have two better options than Kenny Pickett to start the season, but you may be able to trade one of them. Maybe you would trade Pickett if you wanted to down the road as well, get some capital back for him, get, get a, a running back wide receiver, tight end, something like that to round out your roster. He's, he's a, a, a good chess piece on your fantasy board, even if he's not projected to be your starting quarterback. Um, that's just kind of how I feel about, about Kenny Pickett this year. Don't put Kenny Pickett with Anthony Richardson. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. That's, that is a, that poor choices, <laughs> very poor choices there. Uh, if you go that route, um, Andrew, any final thoughts, throw out a couple of names real quick before we wrap it up. I'm going to say Jared Goff. I'm going to say, um, Derek Carr. I like those two guys in fantasy this year. It's kind of high floor guys that can give you something on a weekly basis. If you, if you just need to stream a quarterback on a bye week or something like that. Um, but other than that, I, I don't really this these are the guys at quarterback, uh, especially the top seven or eight of them. So I would I would add Russell Wilson to it because I believe enough in the potential of oh, yeah. Sean Payton's working with that offense, especially if they hold on to Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, they've got all these pieces. If Javante Williams comes back healthy, I think that's a good offense for Russell Wilson. I think we could see a leap and last year was just a dud year because May Nathaniel Hackett's just not as good as what people thought he was. So I think that's a fair assumption. And do we see the Russell Wilson of old? I don't know. But I think it's he's a fair bet to make some sort of rebound, to at least be good enough to be a fantasy backup. So I, I would, especially if you're in two QB leagues, I think Russell Wilson is a great buy in the later rounds. Yeah. But uh, even for standard redraft one QB leagues, I think he's not a bad option as a backup. He'd be my one other sleeper outside of Kenny Pickett. I love it, man. This was fun. I love talking some fantasy football. We'll bring some other position groups up next on the Steelers fix. But this was the quarterbacks of 2023 for your fantasy football leagues. And I hope you heed our advice because if you do, you will win your fantasy leagues. That's just guarantee because I win all my fantasy leagues, Andrew. Every <laughs> single one. Except the ones that I'm in. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You're you're exactly right there. So if you're not listening to me, listen to Andrew Wilbar. No. He beat me <laughs> last year. Last year was a down year for me in fantasy. Yeah, it happens, man. Um, but anyway, that's gonna do it for us here on the Steelers Fix. Thanks for listening into this little bit longer show than normal. We appreciate all of our listeners. Again, don't forget to check out the brand new steelcurtainnetwork.com when it launches this Saturday. Don't miss it. It's gonna have 
tons and tons of content. The new one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, that's going to do it for us here. For Andrew Wilbar, I'm Jeremy Betts. We'll see you next Tuesday. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.